Hello, welcome to Aero Bandwidth, your source for everything you need to know about the technologies, trends, and concepts that are steering our industry today. We hope that you enjoy this episode, and if you do, please subscribe. Welcome back to another episode of Aero Bandwidth. I'm Adam Capriano, your host for today's episode, and joining me are Greg and Tyler from HiveIO and Travis Lawrence from Aero, a returning voice to Aero Bandwidth. But uh, before we get to you, Travis, let's do intros with Greg and Tyler. Gentlemen, how you doing? Good, doing great. Thanks, Excellent. Adam. Yeah, yeah. So uh, appreciate you guys coming on to our show. Um, Greg, let's start with you. Maybe just a quick intro for our listeners, who you are, background, those types of things. Certainly. Uh, my name is Greg Dietrich. I'm the Global Solutions Engineering Manager here at HiveIO. I've been working pretty deeply in the last few years with VDI and software-defined solutions. Excellent. We'll move over to Tyler. Tyler, take a minute. Uh, help our listeners get to know you a bit better. Yep. Appreciate it. My name is Tyler. I'm the Western Sales Executive for HiveIO. Been here uh, about a year and three quarters, going on two years now. Previous to this, I worked in the reseller space. Uh, so hope to speak about it, the solution from both sides in the reseller space uh, kind of made my bread and butter on selling VDI and HCI solutions. So hope to shed some insight on why this joint solution um, is both a good solution for customers, good solution for partners, uh, and ideally a lucrative solution for partners as well. Excellent. Excellent. And Travis, just give us uh, a refresher. Uh, I think the last time you were on the show, maybe... I don't know. You might have a new role. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah give us I an think update. so. Yeah, sure. So Travis Lawrence, part of Arrow's uh, Emerging Technologies Group. So really working to help find those new technologies in the marketplace and help bring them together in the Arrow ecosystem. So glad to be back. Excellent. Well, good. I'm uh, excited to spend some time with uh, you folks today. So as we uh, as we think about hopping in here, you know, Arrow's is Arrow's always working to bring our partner community new solution plays that are designed to to save time and ultimately help our partners make money. So we're happy today to introduce our listeners to uh, the Intel Data Center blocks paired with HiveIO virtualization software. Looking forward to the conversation. Um, so Greg Tyler, let's uh, let's hop right in. Why don't we start with um, it's kind of a brief overview of of HiveIO. And uh, tell us a bit about your company. Yep, sounds good. Um, again, thank you for having on this. So HiveIO, uh, the most simplistic terms possible, it is a full virtualization stack deployed on bare metal hardware. Um, that, that last part is how we've got involved with the Intel Arrow folks, and it's been a great relationship. But it is, a, again, a virtualization stack deployed bare metal up, and it's going to include everything you need for VDI within one install, one license. Um, Adam, you, you kind of hit on it a little bit about making life easy for customers, uh, making life good for partners, uh, enabling people to be flexible and agile. That's what we sell on, right? The simplicity, the flexibility, the agility that comes with being able to efficiently deploy a VDI solution on one all-inclusive platform with two vendors to manage and about the simplest licensing possible. It's going to include your broker, so virtualization of your desktops, it's gonna include your hypervisor, so virtualization of your servers, and it's gonna include your shared storage or hyperconverged shared storage, so virtualization of your storage environment. Along with all three of those things, we also include all the other accessories that you're gonna to need to manage this virtual desktop environment. Um, everything is, is managed through a web-based 
UI, so there's no separate install, separate VMs, or separate hardware for your management. All the provisioning, auxiliary things that we'll get into, like GPU virtualization, uh, two-factor authentication. Again, it goes back to what I was saying. The goal was to give our customers something and what's historically been seen as a, a difficult task to undertake and a difficult task to manage where they can put it you know, in their data center, have it up and running a day or two, have users using it, give them that boost of performance that every user is looking for, but make it easy for the administrators and the managers and uh, we'll be honest, also make it easy for the, the finance people to swallow that pill to get BDI up and running and help their company realize the benefits uh, of everything that's intrinsic to deploying BDI. Amazing. So so an all-in-one solution really built on white box platforms. Yeah, and, and, and so those all those things I listed, right? Yep. Uh, the virtual of all those platforms and all of those, you know, separate you know, management systems and everything else. If we think about where VDI was in the past, our biggest competitors, and it'll be people that the market's familiar with, it's your Citrixes, your Horizon, um, Horizon and a, and a v, VMware stack. If you think about deploying all those separate softwares or bolted on softwares, as you start adding more and more things, not only does it get pricey, it also just gets complicated, right? You're going to have people that are have to be specialized in managing these environments. You're hiring administrators that are certified in you know seven different software platforms you're going to put a uh, you know citrix on top of vmware on top of a nutanix deployment it's just more than we want end users have to manage and it's more than we want partners to have to deal with right uh if you're a partner and you can go in there and say okay you've been looking at vdi for five years uh why haven't you done it yet a lot of times that answer will be yeah we get it right we get the benefits of vdi we think it makes sense but damn it's a lot of work um, it's going to be a big sell for us. If we can just put it on, you know, three servers, have it up and running in a day, then we can recognize all the benefits. Everyone's on board with it, which kind of leads me into saying why the marriage with Intel has been so beneficial for both our partners and our customers. Um, and I'll, I'll let Travis elaborate on this a little bit um, after I speak about it, but we've been working with them for a couple months now, and it has been nothing short of successful. Uh, the Intel team, very flexible, very quick, I'll say for lack of a better word, to help us put together solutions that meet customers' needs. It's something that's not only affordable, but super reliable. It's all Intel underneath the covers, right? Everyone loves Intel, everyone trusts Intel, all supported by the Intel Arrow team. I think Arrow has a great track record of providing good customer service. And when you marry that with the Hive solution, uh, it's two vendors, but it's, it's two vendors that are married from the top down, from our CEO and below with that whole team over there to make sure our customers are successful. Uh, that being said, Travis, if you could elaborate a little more about why you think this this pairing has been so successful in some of the tenants that Intel Aero sells on. Sure, yeah, thanks, Tyler. I mean, I think you hit on a lot of that is the, the simplicity of it. We see, I mean, internally, obviously, at Aero, we distribute a lot of uh, x86 platforms and other uh, compute platforms, but... But we really try to evaluate that from an agnostic perspective and understand what makes sense for different solutions. So when you're talking about performance and price, that's where we see the Intel solution fitting really well with Hive.io, meaning that Intel does the R&D and design for a lot of these solutions. That doesn't mean they, they sell, obviously, to everyone's CPUs and whatnot. But when we see new technologies like Optane or 
new second-gen Xeon scalable processors and those things, that's where we see a good value benefit there. And then pairing that with a solution like Hive.io that gives us more of a, a turnkey VDI solution or even just general virtualization solution, I think that's something that you hit on a lot of as we're seeing customers trying to, we always joke about the year of VDI and that's been ongoing. How <laughs> how difficult is it really to, to deploy that? Do, a lot of large shops may have a, a VDI sort of workforce or, or team, but if you're looking in the mid-market, which we and Arrow are always yep. trying to go to, um, they don't have that. Maybe they have an IT generalist. And I think these Intel plus, plus Hive.io is really where we're seeing a lot of that benefit. So, awesome. Yeah, I think the key off on, on that idea of, of the flexibility of, of both solutions, when we look at uh, the Intel part of it uh, that, that Arrow brings to the table, and we look at the wide variety of media that we have uh, to build upon, whether it be Optane or the NVMe or, you know, Optane memory. Uh, I think pairing that with a software-defined uh, solution like Hive.io, just it brings a, a, a whole different degree of flexibility and agility to the overall solution. Excellent. Hey, Travis, Tyler, Greg, thanks. That was a, a really good overview, I think, of, of the Intel data center blocks, kind of how we differentiate. What does that mean with Hive.io and what it could potentially mean for our partners? As we, uh, as we think about kind of the selling motion and maybe transition to the next topic here, you know, Tyler, could you help us understand a, a bit of, of kind of your target customer base for the solution and what that may look like? Yeah, um, and I think Travis started to touch on it a little bit. You mentioned uh, the year of VDI for a while. Now it's been about um, the decade of VDI where, <laughs> as you said, some of the enterprise-level customers, a lot of them have adopted certain aspects of it and are recognizing the benefits um, where we see the most opportunity, right? It's it's a wide market, but it's it's the SME, SMB, you know, hundred to two thousand users, um, or greenfield. I'd say those are our two biggest ones. Uh, especially when we're talking with partners, that's what we ask them to identify. So there's that spot in the SME space, right? Where, as you said, people are been thinking about it. They keep thinking the year of UDI, but I touched on it earlier too. They're just looking for a good way to implement it. They're looking for a good way to realize all the benefits that VDI brings along with it, be it cost, be it centralized, ease of management, be it flexibility, be it worker agility and mobility. All these things are again, intrinsic to any VDI solution, really. Um, we'll touch on a little bit later about some things that Hive does uniquely to um, maximize these benefits. But I think more than anything, these people are looking for an easy way to realize these, an easy way to get this solution in place without spending six months and uh, hiring specialists and deploying and training on things and getting it optimized for their environment. That's what they're looking for. Now, the other thing I, I think makes a lot of sense, and it falls in line with what we were speaking about, you know, all those other avenues of why people haven't deployed yet is the greenfield, right? People in Greenfield that that want to go down that road, be it any size, and they're just not comfortable with the solution. Back to the SME real quick. People that are already deployed on SME, they face some of these troubles too. Even if they have something that they're already using, uh, they're a little hampered by lack of capital, both from a financial, but more importantly, from a personnel perspective. You think about these some of these 1,000, 1,500, 2,000 uh, employee shops, there's many out there that are, that are doing this with a limited IT staff of, you know, three to ten guys. They don't want, they don't have a three or four person team to do their IT environment uh, or their VDI environment, excuse me. 
what they want is one guy that can do this you know, entire operation on his own, uh, be an IT journalist, and we enable the company to do that. Um, outside of that, our best verticals traditionally have been anything in the education market or the healthcare market. Now, some of that is because BDI is it plays a little heavier in those two verticals. But then even outside of that, it's it's really just anyone that's going to be able to recognize the benefits of having that increased worker mobility, worker flexibility, uh, anyone going through M&As, seasonal turnover in workforce, changes, anyone in a shared desktop environment, honestly. So it's a pretty wide range of customers that it could be applicable for, but typically falls in some of those parameters that I listed uh, previously. Yes, I think Travis, you mentioned it, right? That mm-hmm. uh, that SMB mid-market space, that's, that's really where our partners are kind of focused. And mm-hmm. it sounds like Hive.io and, and Intel data center blocks are you know, the, the magic that we may be looking for to simplify what, what could be classified as a, as a struggle around VDI for many years, right? Yeah. Very interesting. Hmm. Excellent. Thank you, Tyler. I think that was, that was fantastic. Hey, Greg, if we, uh, if we come back to you, circle back just a bit around you know, some of the, the technical differentiators with the HiveIO offering. I think we touched a, a little bit earlier in the conversation, but uh, I want to circle back around and make sure that we covered you know, everything that was on your mind. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I think you hit uh, a key word there when referring to the traditional VDI architecture, and that's struggles. Traditionally, VDI has been uh, this system of different pieces that have been plugged together over time, right? It started with just basic virtualization, and then there was, you know, automated provisioning. Then you had, you know, composer servers that were brought into the mix, uh, you add on centralized management and you add on uh, broker servers and gateway services. Now you've got this sprawl of management that's associated with VDI. Right? So in this, in this very typical or legacy VDI deployments, you've probably got five to 10 different uh, management interfaces for, you know, to manage all the different pieces. If you think about taking that, that's typically deployed, you know, on, either um, virtual machines serving all these different roles, or in some cases you have hardware, you know, uh, providing your provisioning services. If you take that, that's all IP based and kind of spread around your network and typically isolated to a centralized hardware stack, right? VDI best practice, keep your workload separate from your management stack. Take that approach and then replace that with a simplified all-in-one single installation solution. So when you install HiveIO from an ISO or a boot media of some sort, Pixie boot, USB, whatever the case may be, and you install it to bare metal, you're installing every one of those components that I just mentioned in that single install, hmm. right? And it's, and it's still just a quick, simple five-minute install, hmm. loading the, you know, the bits to the disk and then giving it an IP address and a password, and then from that point on, you're managing from the web, right? So, and it covers all those different components that I, I, I mentioned. Each one of these can be used, they can be left out, you can toggle them on, you can toggle them off, whatever the case may be, right? So yeah. I think that's that's one of the biggest benefits from going with a technology like Hive.io is that we've consolidated and simplified the overall architecture into that single installation. Wow. 
and, and it did look like you guys support a community edition of your software. So if a uh, partner, you know, resource wanted to get in there and, and test this out, you know, kick the tires, if you will, that, that CE version is available? It absolutely is. Yeah, you just fill out the, the form online. Uh, you'll get the download immediately, and then we'll provide you a license once, you know, once you give us your, your, your cluster ID. Excellent. That's fantastic. So there was, there's one other piece that I'd like to touch on, and yeah. it's, it's another kind of differentiator from the pack, right? Uh, and it's the way that we're able to use those server resources, primarily memory. All right, so in VDI, we all know that performance is king. It's the end user performance. If the end user is not happy, then you know, no matter how much money you've got invested, how much time your system is a failure, right? If your end mm. users are unhappy. Yep. So what we've, we've done is we've developed a technology that allows you to take server memory, the RAM that's on board your server, and isolate that off as a, as a storage target. So when we deploy stateless desktops, 100% of each one of those desktops is in memory. It's not a portion, right? It's not a cache disk, anything like that. It's the entirety of that VDI sits in memory. Wow. So if you can imagine running your Windows 10 operating system on a memory-based disk, how fast and how how reactive that would be, yeah. that, that's the type of performance that our end users uh, are familiar with. Yeah, that's that's very, very interesting architecture for sure. Um, it also reminds me of uh, your current banner on your website, right, that talks about coronavirus and being prepared for the remote worker. <laughs> um, you know, certainly, and it just kind of dated our podcast, but hey, I guess it is what it is, uh, worthwhile, you know, thing to talk about. So so if, if you have, you know, an, an enterprise that today has a bunch of workers that are used to coming into the office and have a certain experience on kind of the LAN and performance of, you know, laptop PC-based type work, you know, to make the shift of, hey, maybe if you are quarantined, right, I think performance and that, that end user experience, as you, uh, as you called out earlier, is, is so, so key to any successful VDI deployment, coronavirus or otherwise, you know, that I think really is a key differentiator for you guys, yeah? Absolutely. I think that in concert with time to value, right? Mm, yeah. a, sing a single install, right, managed from a single, right, a unified kind of web interface. I mean, building out that type of architecture versus building out the kind of legacy approach where yeah. you're building all these different pieces and then plugging them together. I think time to value is also a big one there. Yeah, for sure. Um, hey, one other maybe technical question for you. So, so we can't go a day, you know, with our, our partner community without talking about cloud in some form or fashion. Um, I did notice that it looks like there's some APIs in your software that allow for connection to things like, you know, ServiceNow or other kind of um, reporting, ticketing tools. Um, what's your stance on kind of cloud federation? Uh, so what we've done is we're, we're able to take cloud storage, right? So mm. we take we take our base install, and when we're defining our storage targets, uh, we can include like a, an Amazon or an Azure storage bucket okay. and include that in in the uh, in the configuration. What we do with that is we label as a, a data protection data store. Once you've done that, all you do is toggle on data protection for the entire cluster, and it will automatically make backups of your user profiles, of your static virtual machines, like your virtual servers, file server, Active Directory, whatever the case may be, as well as your persistent VDI. It will schedule backups of all those to that remote data repository. Wow, amazing. So I want to make sure I got that right, because I think that's uh, that's really impressive. So. 
you provide native data protection, no third-party software tools required. That's correct. Wow. Cool. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> impressive. Right? Yeah. I'll just think I need to get this up in our lab for sure. Uh, very cool. Well, Greg, thank you. Very, uh, very insightful. I appreciate uh, the commentary there. Hey, Tyler, as we, uh, as we think about maybe wrapping up our conversation here, you know, I was thinking maybe we could just spend a little bit of time on what's in it for our partners and, and why, why should they care? Yeah, um, segue point, you joked about it, but we will be up in your lab, I think, in the not-too-distant future um, out there in Denver. And the other the other avenue we're going down to is we'll have a rack-and-stack situation set up at Joe's Phoenix location, nice. um, which will be good for partners, right? You can bring in customers, have them quickly and easily try it, um, decide if they like it, see how the technology functions, and be competent in the solution in a, a brief amount of time. Uh, but for, for partners specifically, there's a number of things that I want to touch on. I'll try to keep it brief here. One of the biggest things is it's really just going to separate them, right? It breaks into a whole new market where they may not be doing any business or allows them to compete in markets where they're trying to steal business. Mm. Obviously, anyone can sell virtually anyone a uh, Horizon stack on Dell servers, right? Um, most people can sell a you know, Citrix platform on HP, whatever it might be. So the two different, I guess, scenarios to be in. You're trying to steal market presence, and in the VDI space, it's a lucrative space to be in uh, because of all the underlying infrastructure involved. You know, you get the servers, you get the SAN probably eventually too. Uh, you get some networking tied to it, but it offers our our partners something that's going to separate them from the, you know, next large bar down the street or someone else coming in trying to steal business. Come in there and say, hey, um, probably haven't heard of this, but I think it warrants you checking out. It's right in line with some of the initiatives that you guys have been talking about. Eh, what's it going to hurt for them to look at it? And then 99 times out of 100, they look at it and they say, oh, man, I wish someone would have brought this to us before. The other scenario is, like I said before, opens up a whole new segment of business. If you're not selling VDI now, it's just a gap um, in your business with that customer. It's something that's going to allow you to expand business. Maybe they've been talking about it behind the scenes. Maybe they've even talked about it with our partners, um, but they haven't found a good way to do it yet. So if you can bring this to them and say, I know we've been looking at this or, or you know, a lot of people have been looking at this and maybe you are too. I think it you know, at least warrants you know, a quick check into it. And again, you mentioned CE before, but it's an easy way for customers to try, not only partners to download. Outside of that, this joint solution works really well because it is that all-inclusive solution. And I, I mentioned it before, but it has the full support of both teams to make sure that all our customers are successful. So it's a top-down support. We're pretty ingrained with the Intel Aero team. Uh, we validated the solution. It's going to work. So there's no fear there about dropping off something with your valuable customers that they come back to you in two or three months and say, you know, this is terrible. We ran this thing to the ringer. We've deployed it. It works Fantastic. So if anything, it's just going to get you more ingrained with your customers. One other point I want to touch on is, as we said, you know, simplicity, 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 right? Um, simplicity in deployment, simplicity in management. It usually cuts down the sales cycle for people too. Granted, to be fully transparent, there's one conversation about a technology I haven't heard of, but our team is very agile. We'll get the right people out there with the IT team to make them comfortable. And if it's something that we can POC and spin up and get the team comfortable with and able to manage in two weeks, it turns what is historically a 
you know, six to nine month deal cycles sometimes into something you can close in three months because the team's mm-hmm. comfortable. We've been out there. We've done the POC. Uh, again, they've ran it through the ringer. They know it's going to work and they can comfortably pull the trigger in, you know, three months or so instead of trials and tribulations for six <laughs> to nine months. Wow. Yeah. So, so Tyler, if you were to maybe, you know, nail it down to one, two, like key things in the form of a call to action that a partner should do, if they're interested in learning more, what would you say? I would say look at your customer base, look at the customers you're trying to get into. If it's anyone that fits the target market for us, mm-hmm. uh, drop a note to us, right? The, the only thing I did mention there, and it's the, the financial incentive, anything at the, that gets deal registered, at least through June now, and I foresee this being extended through a longer period of time, but we pay up to 2K on direct spiffs mm-hmm. uh, for deals. Obviously, your deal registration margin is in there, too. Um, actually, I think it might be up to 5K now. I think we bumped mm-hmm. it up for the really large deals. So up to 5K. So anyone that fits that target market, right, that we spoke about, uh, Greenfield customers in the you know, 100 to 2,000 user base or anybody that's seen the problems with deploying VDI has some frustrations on their VDI deployment right now and is evaluating a move, uh, drop a note to Greg, to myself, even to Travis, uh, anyone on the Aero team, Intel Aero team, and um, let's get out there. Let's get out there with the customers. Um, if it's someone more from the SE side of things, I would encourage them to reach out and download that CE edition, as you spoke about, uh, a good way for their team to get familiar with it. And if they like it, then reach out to Greg or myself or just the uh, info at highlio.com. If we can get out there on site and have a more in-depth conversation with the team, go into uh, a little deeper dive about the fit, why it fits, and some of the... Um, additional technical highlights of the product. Anything I missed there, Greg? No, I think you hit everything um, everything spot on. I mean, if you think about, you know, your message of simplicity, you know, count all the vendors that are involved in storage acceleration, hypervisor, centralized management, VDI provisioning, VDI brokering, user profile management. Think about the number of vendors involved there and then equate that to our Intel Aero partnership with Hive.io. Great. Excellent. Travis, well, let's, let's wrap with you. Any, any final thoughts, call to action? I would just say, I mean, I think you can see why we at Arrow have, have seen some value in the Hive IO solution, especially mm-hmm. on Intel. Yeah. Um, we, we say the word solutions over and over again, and sometimes <laughs> that gets overused, but I think it's important that we understand that we're solving a business issue. What's the, the quickest way for us to do that? I mean, and we at Arrow think of, you know, a, a technology solution plus services. So I think we as Arrow supporting that from a service perspective is also a big part of that. But that's why when I think turnkey, if you're looking for that that customer base that they mentioned, that size, if we get simplicity, it's a it's a simple solution when we put those things together. So excellent, perfect. Well, hey, I guess if uh, if I had to sum it up, right, I, I would say that kind of if we end where where we began, right, the whole solution coming together is about saving our partners time and helping our partners make more money. Mm-hmm. Which uh, hey, who doesn't like both of those? Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) perfect. Excellent. Well, hey, Greg, Tyler, Travis, really appreciate the time. Thanks again for coming on the show. I think we'll uh, we'll call it a wrap. And, you know, to our listeners, as always, appreciate you tuning in and uh, stay tuned for the next Arrow Bandwidth. Thanks for having us, Adam. Thanks, Adam. Thanks, Travis. Thanks. Thanks. Take care. Thanks so much for listening. To contact us on Twitter, use hashtag Arrow Bandwidth. And we'll see you next week.